Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top Extra Kick Extra Kick Podcast. Hello, this is Coach Claire Bartholik in the middle of my week hosting the Extra Kick Podcast, brought to you by Runners Connect. If this is your first time here, welcome to the show. What we do here is create short little podcasts on all things running to make you a better runner on the go. Today, I'd like to talk about a subject that I don't think we've had on the extra kick so far, but I know it's one that just about every runner has to think about just about every day, and that's how running affects your skin and hair. Okay, so maybe some of you are blessed with great skin and you keep your hair short, so it's pretty much run, wash, and go. But if you run every day or even every other day, you'll need some kind of routine to get clean after you run, and your choices can affect how your skin and hair look and feel. Let's start with your skin. We are headed into winter now in the United States, and that means cold running and hot showers. Well, that actually sounds pretty amazing. Hot water and soap strip your skin's natural oils, making your skin dry and vulnerable to damage, while the cold air can leave your cheeks chapped and raw. Couple that with sitting in dry indoor heat all day, and your poor skin loses even more moisture. Like many things, the first step is prevention. So protect your skin before you head out the door to run. Sunscreen is not just for summer, and even on a gray day, your skin is susceptible to UV damage, especially if there's snow on the ground reflecting the damaging rays. According to the Skin Cancer Foundation, snow can reflect up to 80% of the sun's harmful rays. So cover up all exposed skin every run with a moisturizing sunscreen of at least SPF 15. And what about that skin that isn't exposed? Yes, skin chafing happens in the winter too as sweaty skin rubs against layers of clothing with every stride. Grab your favorite stick of anti-chafe product and hit those hot spots before they have a chance to chafe. And don't forget your lips. Exhaling moist air out of your mouth over and over as you run in the cold can lead to dry, cracked lips. So be sure to coat them with a protective lip balm before you head outside. Once you get back from your run, grab a drink of water to hydrate yourself as soon as you can. Dehydration is not just a summer thing. You are just as susceptible to it in the winter, and lack of water can be seen in dry, brittle hair and nails and red, itchy skin. The next step is to get out of your wet running clothes. This should seem obvious, right? But we've all been in a hurry or been distracted after a run, letting our wet clothes stay on our skin too long. Or what about if we've driven to our run and we forget a change of dry clothes? That means you're sitting in the car for a wet commute home. Wet, sweaty, salty clothes left on our skin will quickly begin to cause irritation, redness, and itchiness, which can last long after the run. So do your best to get dry and warm ASAP. All right, now it's time to hit the shower. After an icy run, there's a no better feeling in the world than a hot, relaxing shower. But all that hot water takes a toll on your skin. So turn the temp down just a bit so that it doesn't turn your skin red and limit your shower time to less than 10 minutes. And what about soap? 
Most of us have been taught that we need to soap up after every run on every part of our body or risk offending everyone at the office with our runner stench. But that's not really the case for most people. Soap does a great job of removing dirt, sweat, and oil from our skin, but it also removes our body's natural protective oils as well. So if you are using soap every single shower, every day, or sometimes twice a day, your skin just won't be able to keep up. My suggestion is that unless you are super stinky or actually visibly dirty, maybe from a muddy trail run, simply taking a quick rinse will do the job of removing the salt and sweat that cause odor for most people. Or just try soaping your stinkiest body parts and not lathering up every pore on your body every single day. When your coworkers start to give you the side eye as you walk in, then maybe soap up next time. Personally, I have very sensitive skin, and I never use soap on my face because it's just too harsh. I rinse my face in the shower and then use a couple of drops of jojoba oil to protect it after I get out. Jojoba is not actually an oil, but it's a liquid wax, which is really similar to your skin's protective sebum. So it's great for all skin types and can even be used on your hair. Speaking of hair, running can wreak havoc on hair in many of the same ways that it does your skin. If you wash your hair with shampoo, especially those with harsh ingredients like sulfates, after every single run or workout, and then hit the blow dryer and then the straightening iron or the curling iron just to pull it all back into a too tight ponytail for your next run, it's no wonder your hair will be suffering. Is it really essential that you wash your hair after every single run? For most people, the answer is no. If your hair is naturally straight and prone to greasiness if you skip a day, then maybe you are in the group that needs to lather up each shower. But if you have dry or color-treated hair that breaks easily, too frequent shampooing can be part of the problem. Curly hair also tends not to need washing as often because it's harder for your natural oils to slide down the curly strands. So stripping away the oil that you do have makes things worse. I realize that some of you might think I'm crazy to suggest that you don't wash your hair every time you run, but how dirty did you really get? Your hair might be a little damp from sweat, but once that dries, your strands might be a little bit saltier than normal, but they really are going to be okay. (laughs) If you must rinse your locks to get the sweat out, try using just water or a little conditioner instead of shampooing every single time. Or try a dry shampoo or any number of products out there to refresh your style without water. If your hair isn't wet, then there's no need to blow dry, which can also be damaging. Is your hair breaking at the hairline or perhaps further towards the back of your head? Or maybe it just refuses to grow long after a certain point. These are all signs of too tight ponytails. The ponytail is a classic running hairstyle because it's quick and it's easy and it does the job of getting your hair out of your face while you run. But it can also literally be pulling your hair out. More gentle styles for your hair are braids or fabric headbands or both. If you still prefer the pony, be sure that you are using a gentle ponytail holder, such as a fabric-covered scrunchie or a coiled holder like the Invisibobble brand. Elastic rubber bands are a no-no. 
And if you look like you've had a facelift after pulling back your hair, your pony is too tight. Pinterest and other sites are full of ideas for hairstyles that work for runners that are cute, keep your hair out of your face, and don't damage your hair. Running is great for our bodies and our minds, but it doesn't have to ruin our skin and hair while we're at it. Keeping the natural oils on your skin and hair as much as possible and adding back what you've lost can go a long way to looking and feeling your best. Well, I hope that helped, and that's it for me for today. Have a great run today.